Hey, everybody, welcome to episode uh, 173 of Tactical Crouch. Kick Tripod here with Yiska and Volamel. Hot week of Overwatch action behind us. Hot week of Overwatch action ahead of us. We're excited for you to be here with us. We're excited to talk about some Overwatch League. But first, uh, let's get all that, like, you know, the stuff out of the way, right? We got to get the stuff out of the way before we can get going. All the housekeeping. Uh, first, big thank you to our patron producers. Refined Bean, Ferdino, Battlecrab Lotion, Rex Zane, Sir Gerthalon, Porkchop Sammy, Kasha67, Shara, Nathan, Your Misery, uh, Fabled Steven, Roger B, Chris R34444, Bronzebot, Boohow, and Hotel Bravo11. Thanks so much for supporting the show. We appreciate you a ton. If you like the show, there are three ways to support. Number one, go to patreon.com slash tactical crouch. We're right there. We had two new patrons this week, Colin H and Joseph G. Thank you so much for supporting the Yo, show. Good name. Well, thank Shout you. Shout out to you. Uh, the, the, the Joji. Uh, we will uh, thank you at the end of the show as well. Appreciate it. Also, you can subscribe right here at twitch.tv slash kick tripod. We do the live show every Wednesday at noon. And then um, the other way is to uh, you can leave a tip right here at twitch.tv slash kick tripod as well. It goes straight to the same thing. Um, otherwise, you know, just, you know, subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com slash tactical crouch subscribe, or actually it's kick tripod. No, it's tactical crouch. Now it is, isn't it? Yeah. We changed that youtube.com slash tactical crouch. Follow twitter.com slash tactical crouch underscore crouch actually. And all that good stuff. Cool. That's it. We love you. Thanks. Peace. Bye. Um, Okay. Before I, I guess before we get into the, the the show, I guess I have I have to take a drink for this. A little bit of an of a, an, an announcement, and uh, that is that this is going to be um, my last four four episodes of Tactical Crouch. Um. I am going to be going into a really busy season work-wise and stuff. And, you know, I was just telling uh, the guys before the show, I just felt like I wasn't really pulling my weight on my on the Overwatch League, League side. It was really hard for me to, to want to even watch games. And I know how frustrating it is for listeners when there's clearly a host who's uh, disengaged in that. And I think that has made, uh, I think some of you have definitely let me know that frustration and I really appreciate it. Um, and so it makes sense for me, I think to step down a little bit. Um, I talked to the guys before the show and you know, I like we, we, I'm kind of leap. We're leaving the door open a little bit in, in case, you know, something were to change. Um, but, um, yeah, that's uh, you know, it'll be the the May twenty sixth will be my last episode. Uh, Joe and Yiska, I don't know if I should have you know they want to keep the show going. 
I'm going to help make sure all the assets get transferred and that these guys, these knuckleheads really know how to upload an MP3 file. And then besides that, it should be good to go and shouldn't skip a beat. And it's going to be awesome. It's going to be really smart and funny and all that other good stuff anyways. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Don't worry. There. we I said it. We're not going anywhere. We'll still do stuff together. It'll just be other things. Dad has the door open whenever he wants to come back. If, you know, he we talked about, you know, doing a 300 Lollapalooza, bringing anybody and anybody, everybody on, you know. It, it, you know, it, it's sad. Um, I, I don't want, you know, part my my heart says, you know, ah, that sucks. But my brain's like, you know, it's. If you're not into it, you're not into it. You know, it is it is what it is. So changing the guard or, you know, uh, not not goodbyes, but see you later in the cliche, uh, you know, Instagrammy way of putting it. So we will uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. And this show is like, what, when did we start first doing this? It's been 177 idea? episodes. I bet you I can go find right now. You did right double day. weeks a lot, of course. Yeah. Um, a couple interviews, you know, double it up on those. And then last season we did, what, two weeks? Late season one? Some, that... <clears throat> no, it had to be early. Early Maybe season one? Like, er, or later in stage one of season one. But I remember, like, talking about the chair running across the stage in stage two and... I know. And guys, like, Daily, we'll, we'll figure out the. Wow. Oh, maybe it was. Was that late? That's late. So huh. almost three years. Well, I, I'm like, I'm literally looking through like an RSS metadata of it all. Mm. And that is, I think, the right one. Yeah. Just to. Answer some of the questions. We we will figure this out. Yeah. As like we, we got some time. Away. Um, we'll figure it out. What uh, what the destination is if we will have yep. co-hosts who's hosting it. Whatever. Like right. Um, so we'll see about that. Generally speaking, like I feel like it has been a blast. Like, it, I, do do you want to like? Okay. The origin story is hilarious of this, I feel like, or at least like really cool. Um, how we first got to uh, work with John and like, mm -hmm. I, I sometimes YouTube suggests me like old stuff we did yeah, yeah, yeah. on like, I think you were even on the Watchpoint channel once in um, like oh, the first podcast I, I did. Now you were on, on that channel. We uploaded a video together about a particular topic, just you and me. Um, and then, because, okay, to explain, like, I had a podcast before TCP, which was more, like, with two guys. And, uh, I think it yeah, could have been. Could have been. Yeah, I don't think I was. I don't and think then it transitioned into G-rated. We yeah. also already had uh, Arrow on, and, on. When that stopped, I think you had Overwatch League Daily. Right, mm -hmm. John had Overwatch League Daily, and he was like, busting ass, fucking. The, the effort in that was nuts, right? Like you, you were <laughs> dying, busting ass, oh, dude. How much time did it take a day? Because 
You could have you could have made it Overwatch League weekly, right? Bi daily or whatever. Yeah, I yeah. was really proud because at the very end it was honestly taking me about three hours. Um, Damn. Which is actually insane considering how much like I did audio production and video production. It was posted yeah. every day after the the game. So the I games would games, go from yeah. like four to ten or five to eleven or something like that. I would have guests lined up with questions that I'm filling out as the games are going on. And so many guests like Joe and Volamel, like everybody would just keep those, they keep the doc open. And as the, you know, the questions filled, you know, would fill through, they'd be thinking about them. And then we could turn around an episode right like that. And then I would just have to go in and edit it and then make the video. And as I'm watching the, the overwatch league live, I was just clipping clips of everything and then throwing it all together. And I actually had less like the system was down, but the first couple took like six, seven hours. Yeah. And then, you know, after I got like, I think probably 10 or 15 under my belt, I was doing it every day Mm -hmm. and it was a couple of hours at that point. But, um, yeah, it was, that was crazy, but I would still like, I would watch six hours of overwatch league because it'd be three Mm -hmm. matches, approximately two hours a match. And then, you would do three hours of editing and I would go to bed at like three, 4 AM wake up at like nine, 10 AM have a few hours to like chill stream or whatever. And go back to watching overwatch league again. Mm. Yeah. I mean the schedule we had like 40 matches for every team and like <sighs> it was, it was nuts, right? Season one was crazy to think back on. And then there was like, wasn't there not like super weeks where it was just like, seven or eight matches or like six or seven matches i feel like there was weeks oh, yeah, that were just or like days that were so long yeah i, I spent most of that year drunk <laughs> don't do that it's not healthy I wouldn't i uh, wouldn't blame you that was and then, painful. then how how did we get together on this i i remember i did a couple joe did a couple so, of, yeah, uh, yeah and then it so was just i invited so how this whole process worked not that anybody asked but you know what i've got four episodes left I don't Let's go. care. Yeah. Um, I so my my process was is I basically sent the same templated DM Discord message email to basically any Overwatch creator with any sort of platform, including Joe and Iska. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, and um, basically anyone who wrote or said something about Overwatch that I thought was interesting and insightful, um, and Joe and Yiska were obviously on that list and both of them uh, agreed to do it, but they were both like the most responsive and made the episodes the most easy. And also like the insight was really good. And so there was, um, so after like the first time I was like, Oh, that was really easy. And every time I had some, you know, like when you're doing scheduling that often you have falling inevitable falling out, scheduling conflicts, Mm -hmm. And so it would be like halfway through the matches and somebody would be like, Hey, I actually can't do this. I'm sorry. And I would just like ping Joe or Yiska and be like, Hey, any chance that you could fill in for this? And, um, they said yes every time. (laughs) And then I ended up joining, you know, our super secret discord that we had for a while. Yeah. I missed that. Uh, Those were the days. And you guys would help me come up with questions and stuff so that the shows would be better. And then as I was getting burned out, I'm like, I would still love to do a podcast though. 
do you guys want to do a podcast? And that's how Tactical Crouch started. started. Yeah. By the way, that Discord was a great incubator of just like, I oh. feel like everyone in that Discord is now like had Killing had a job in Overwatch League. Like actually like such a solid Kickstarter for uh, careers and esports. Yes. That was kind of cool. Yeah. We just kickstarted uh, Arrow's career. Okay, that's yeah. Okay, right. But Arrow was like in there for like one interview with, yep. yeah, Seagull as yeah. well. We kickstarted Seagull. Yeah, it was Sideshow and Brand, all of them. You're welcome, the Overwatch League while. community. Uh, I mean, it's not about kickstarting. It's about you know, like no, it is about uh, kickstarting. It is. <laughs> yeah. And what can yeah. what can we say? You're yeah, welcome. But you're welcome. There you go. Yeah. Saw that one coming from, by the way. Uh, it was yeah. it was a fun time hanging out time. like falling asleep in discord every night just because we like i enjoy talking to you guys so much i literally could not lock off no at night you guys would hear me snore yeah it was nauseous <laughs> like, i hate it yeah yeah you uh, still do that time. now though in your score yeah, it's you just still, now in front of like 600 do, yeah. people yeah <laughs> like 12 yeah 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 because we also built a pretty dope community of like 100%. The core is super nice, like super helpful. Um, just like so much support there. It, it really makes a lot easier with like getting content out, mm -hmm. having someone to bounce off ideas, having someone to watch Overwatch League with. I so, um, Shit, the a whole lot easier. That, that's the, that's honestly so, so I honestly have never felt to that degree because, yes, like I, I had like build communities in esports before they were mm -hmm. just obnoxious as i was right sure. and to build it like from the ground up with the right values of like enjoying competition for the right reasons that really created a community that where yeah sometimes like of course there's disagreements and sometimes there are invaders from outside that are just like a little bit spicy right sure. but overall like i think the core values have uh generally prevailed and it's built a really sweet community and yeah. You're free to join if you if you cherish the things as we do. Um, Love to have you. So yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Um, yeah. So a lot of people have questions about details. Like the the biggest thing is is uh, as it stands now, the show's not going anywhere. You'll still get the show on the YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash/TacticalCrouch. The Twitter isn't changing. This is a big part why I moved everything from like my personal channel to this, and then. Twitch we never did, but um, that's the only one that we I don't have an answer for you yet. Uh, if the show continues to be live streamed, it will. I just can't tell you where exactly yet. Uh, but we'll make sure to announce it ahead of time so that you know you can subscribe there and you know yeah be 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 there for that. So Hondo P, sweet. All right, <sighs> let's let's fucking just knock it out of the park for the last four, shall we? Let's do it. Let's Welcome make it a fun one. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's start by talking about some Overwatch, shall we? Let's do it. Me, 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 Let's talk about the past weekend games. Um, want to start west? West side? Strong west side? side works. West side, strong side. Um, Let's go London, Boston. Let's start hot. 
London, Boston goes better. the distance. Boston defeats London three to two, but it was actually a really exciting. Yeah, uh, it was a good game. It was an exciting game. I can't totally attest to the quality of all the Overwatch being played, but it was a fun game to watch. Mm -hmm. to Can watch. you attest to the quality now of the Overwatch being played, Joe? Um, not with a few uh, caveats and asterisks, as per usual, but uh, I will say that both teams look improved, which is good. Um, one a little bit more so than the other, which is a good sign, especially for a team that had so much um not expectation it feels a little uh strong but uh you know definitely was hoping that boston was going to be performing a whole lot better um had reason to believe that they were going to and you know definitely didn't show up um so it looks to be on the mend a little bit we'll have to wait and see what june looks like for them but london it does feel like the, the 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 ping is hitting them a whole lot harder than maybe what we expected. It's it's a little rough. Um, I think the form is definitely rough around the edges. Um, not to not to the the tightness, the the cohesiveness that I would have expected from a team that uh, you know had so much you know pre-established synergy um, with a lot of their pieces. I have to put a lot of this down to, you know, I think a lot of the underperforming at an individual level really does come from ping from, again, just the, the little bits that I'm hearing. Um, and it sucks that that's the case because I wonder what this team would look like if maybe things go slightly differently in some matches. Maybe they build a little bit more confidence, but I, I, I do wonder about the you know if how much that plays a factor into their form in general because it's still like at this point i'm willing to kind of give the nod to paris as the leading european team coming into june like without a doubt yeah so i think the the underlying frame that we can sort of i saw it like once or twice i don't think i i don't want to portray it as like a majority opinion or whatever but this sure. wasn't a toilet bowl right no not at all so yes we can go down to the own four teams this year and not have a toilet bowl there was a toilet bowl it wasn't this that much. there was that there was so, so um yeah i i think like in the interview i had with commander x he said like the the ping and this we will see this pop up time and time again this range of 90 to 110 is not something that is realistically going to be able to be up upheld in every competitive situation. Mm. I still don't know what the situation in Hawaii looks like in terms of the, the ping. Um, wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't within that ping range. Um, and, but we'll see, right? Um, you could argue that it is just like the nature of the, um, of the competition this year. You could argue that it is the nature of some teams not opting to get team houses and therefore having like a specific location in Europe, therefore sure. being able to ping from there or whatever. And then it would be on the Overwatch League, for instance. Um, you could argue that it, it, whatever we're getting is preferable as a product with, um, yeah, with definitely some competitive integrity mm -hmm. um, lost there. And you can't it's always a trade-off. You, yeah. you can't blame the league for, you know, again, 
worlds is still a little crazy, guys. You know, it we, we still can't, you know, gather in places as we used to. That is improving. We are seeing more companies and more esports, you know, organizations holding live events or at least semi live events, which is great. It's a great sign for the future. Maybe we'll get something similar and, you know, later on in the season. Fingers crossed. But especially in this meta where it's like you're a second late on your immortality field, you're second late on your ice wall, earth shatter. You hit a wall, you're you're missing everybody. It's it's late. You know, it's this meta in general doesn't isn't helping anybody um, yeah. that that's on considerable ping. And you look at Hottie, I think that's severely impacted him. Um, I think. London, I, I, I hate like dogpiling on them because I, I know that they're not performing well, but yeah. I, I really don't know how much that it is their fault. However, I look at Boston. I there are some things I have some big questions on. I see the potential. But in a weird way, I'm not a big fan of Myunbong's Baptiste. I thought it was actually pretty kind of all over the place at times. If you can just keep him on Ana, I think he performs extremely well. I think his Zen's very good, but his Bap, for whatever reason, has bizarre immortality fields. I don't think his uh, amplification matrices are all that great or placed well. Um, I'm really not a big fan of their Doomfist kind of reliance. Valentine, I think, is... I think he's taking a community hit, but I still think like he is very talented and will perform well. I just think they're putting him on like these compositions that are very feast or famine. So he's either going to like perform or he's just going to fail. There's no in between for him to kind of like show what he's actually capable of like he did in the preseason. Um, so strategically, I didn't necessarily agree all the time. They, they, they did OK, especially later on in the set um, and in the week. But yeah, Boston is is a. That's a bizarre one right now that I can see it. I see where they could be good, but it's just not gelling as of right now. It's getting better, which is which is good, especially this early. But um, they're the more they're the team that I definitely wag the finger out more so than London. I, I feel kind of bad in a way, kind of dogpiling on them. But Boston's the team that, you know, you should be doing better. So hopefully they should. Yeah, and it's not due to a lack of trying. Uh, oh, if of anything, course. it's due to an over over emphasis on trying. Um, so yeah, it's 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 a weird situation between these teams. It's, I don't know if we can realistically expect change on that front in any way. It's motiva uh, It's not motivation. I shouldn't say that. That's actually not true. It's oh here here we go. Are they lazy? Morale? No, they're not lazy. Fuck off. There, <laughs> it's morale, right? Like when you're when you're training that hard, you probably expect to do well, right? Like this right. is we've heard it a number of times. I heard it in the preseason just by myself. Like these, these guys are training nonstop. They're practicing right. nonstop. You come in prepped and ready and you know, you know, your, your plays in and out and you just kind of fumble or you're fumbling in scrims. And it's like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's happening, but that can't help. Right. Like knowing that you, you're, you started your week. Oh, two, you started. Oh, four or whatever or one three and it's like so and we're putting in you know 15 hours a day and i'm not saying that's the case of being hyperbolic um and, and you're just losing and it's like that can't that can't sit well with people so i'm sure it's not not a pleasant environment to be in at the moment um again things are you know looking better which is a great sign but yeah it's it's got to be tough and and camp boston right now and i feel for them and i i, I hope that they continue to you know 
rise the ranks again and uh you know perform because they you know have the team to deserve it and they have the team to be able to do so so they Hope do not it. have an easy first stage oh <laughs> no. no gladiators fuel yep justice and then spitfire uh, yeah for sure yep. that's so, that's why it's hard to judge it's them, a little but, hard yeah. to like you know like it, it's just a little hard to kind of place them yet i'm my my, my hope is not lost on boston yet it's also really hard to like assess their strategies and even like their, you know, who who they're fielding where and in, in, in their compositions because they're playing mm. against teams who are just so damn good. Agreed. That, you know, er- everything kind of looks awkward when you have that kind of disparity. Not that Boston can't do quite well, but I don't. I just I, hope I they don't them dig to their do, own hole. To do a little bit better. Yeah, maybe taking a map here and there. You know, I think there were definitely maps against um, Dallas that were very winnable for them, and they just kind of spaghettied. But there again, I look at Dallas, and 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 they have a very weird story. Um, but yeah, I think again, it's just the form, and I hope they aren't digging their own graves in that way. Because yes, I'm sure they thought a lot of these matches were winnable. I think you have to kind of come into these some of these matches with you know maybe some over not overconfidence, but you know, belief that you can beat them um, and then, you know, to train hard behind it and then to lose in, in pretty decisive fashion definitely has to be a blow. Uh, yeah. So hopefully it's it's not too far gone. It doesn't seem like it is, so we'll, we'll see. What is your thoughts on the um, Atlanta Rain right now? So the Atlanta Rain took San Francisco to five maps. Yeah. Three owed Paris. Uh, all in all, uh, a relatively good week, I would say, as far as, you know, kind of oh, yeah. results uh, is concerned. Uh, is this a team that you're seeing kind of turning around, finding a little bit of a groove? Um, they, you know, the, the rain started off a little bit slow. 1-3 against the Mayhem, 2-3 versus the Defiant. Um, yeah, so so what's what's your read on this team right now, Jill? I think, I think they're finally kind of settling into the meta. I did appreciate Pelican uh on brig on some maps i thought that that was smart you do as 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 much community hate as the hero gets you do need somebody very mechanically gifted um to play that hero you want all like your abilities are that important that you need them to hit with consistent accuracy and be able to like make calls on the fly um if and if pelican is the best at that then so be it i think that that's intelligent um so credit to you know the Atlantis coaching staff for doing that. I still think they're you know one of the best rush teams, but as we're seeing, um, or as we've seen rather, uh, you don't have to play rush. You can play all kinds of stuff, um, and it works as long as you have a coherent plan. Teams are going to, and again, this is this is you know my vision of Overwatch, or not my vision, but like what I would like, right? Um, where you know you have a style, you have a plan, you can execute on it, and it works. Um, and I think Dallas does a great job at that. And I think Atlanta could do a very similar job. Um, so we will see. I think they're a good team. I think they underperformed early on in the week. I definitely would have liked to see Atlanta and Florida run it back once more. Um, Shock is a is a tough beast to put down. They're they're an animal. They 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 do not go quietly into the night and like like fine wine they they age quite nicely in series there's no there's no love lost shut there up. you can't put away shock shut up with a look of fine wine 
The thing is, that's like, what, I, that's what I'm going to miss the most. Yeah. <laughs> his, his wacky matches. We just, just got to talk about Valorant. Metaphors to alcohol. You're not escaping. Basically, it. it's just alcohol and drugs. Metaphors and drugs. Yeah. Molly. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. The Molly. Drugs. Sure. Yeah. And then Molly. <laughs> right. Like, <sighs> okay. Scrimbucks were about to be true. Can <sighs> we agree? What? What? They just what do you mean about to... to be true? Didn't they lead to one? Uh, to zero? No. Was it 2 1? Even then. Atlanta wins Oasis. Shock wins Volskaya. Atlanta wins Kings Row. Shock right. wins the last two. So now, it's back and forth and they pull away. The thing is, I don't think them losing that series necessarily has as much telling power because no. I think after the 2 2, they broke. Because they know that wasn't for the melee. Of course, you can. You should rationally motivate yourself because a you're beating sure, but we're not the right. San Francisco Shock, and it's really important for your season situation. Mm -hmm. But I'm not sure if I would think that this get, uh, game five is the most telling of all performances. I okay. feel like this this week's Atlanta was actually the real Atlanta, mm -hmm. and that the performances we saw in the first week were. I mean, it's really hard to evaluate at this point, to be fair, right? Like, we have two weekends mm -hmm. of performances to judge a team by. On the one e weekend, they get, like, they don't get crushed, but they lose to teams they should be beating in order to yes. establish themselves 100%. as a top team. And then they, they lose to the Shock, even though, like, it... It was winnable. Like, I fifth, think we can all agree. Yes, yeah. It was, it was very a very winnable game for them. And crush Paris, right? Yeah. As they should. Wouldn't but you should be crushing Toronto as well. And they showed weakness when it comes to, you know, these yes. Winston comps. Um, and I think, they should again, they found their That one weekend, yes. Yep, yep. So, I also think there was a confidence in these guys where they actually believed they could 3-0 shock. I think mm -hmm. that, that they... I think it's also not too, like... It's not the not most likely scenario in that series. It's not. But Zero it's like, chance. yeah, the, the chance of that it was reasonably high bit, given how they mm -hmm. played the first couple of maps. So I feel like we saw a lot of potential from that team uh, this weekend. 100%. It's unfortunate. Like, I would have liked to see that in the tournament situation, um, which they didn't get because of their first week. Nope. Now we don't know what the meta will look like, depending on what gets banned, of course. Agree. So... I think you can have a decent idea, and I think that's gorgeous for Atlanta, right? When did we see Atlanta perform last season? Kind of think on it for a second. When did we see the Atlanta rain perform extremely well? When was Gator chucking Earth fire strikes through amplification matrix halts, right? In these double shield comps. This is a team that just, and again, not the same team as last season, not what I'm saying. But when we've seen this team perform and exceed or uh, excel, um, it has been in slower, more methodical, more resource-based you know compositions. They're not a screaming team. They're not like a very you know loose kind of just kind of flex mechanically on people. But they could though. But they kind of still hold that like heart of goats, right? They want to play death ball comps, and they you know they perform very very well when they're allowed to. 
when we look at June, yes, we're getting hero pools. Yes, we're getting a new patch. BAP looks better. If you put if you put the new BAP in a pro's hands, I think he performs better. Um, Arisa gets a small buff. Moira gets a small buff. And Ryan kind of is questionable. We also have to take into consideration that if you're if you're considering bans, you probably have to assume Ryan or Diva are probably out. So that kind of opens you up for a possibility, a lot of possibilities, but I don't think double shield is out of the question. And I think that plays well into Atlanta's hands, especially if they're on the mend like this, especially after, again, having a, a very strong last week. Again, shock was very beatable. You just walloped Paris. I think week one, you can kind of put in the books. And I think you can, I think Atlanta can come into June and look extremely well, like they have been apparently uh, in practice for, for a long time. So. Again, a team that I think is still very, very dangerous. We just have to see it consistently. That's all. Yeah. Now, this team is definitely not rendered like mid-tier or whatever just by yeah. the, the first. And I think they're more volatile to predict than other teams oh, in, in similar positions. I could... Like, I still believe there's this team in there that could be a top five team in an A. Mm -hmm. I, I, I think they're going to be a little meta-reliant if I have anything to glean from this first tournament. I think it is, you know. I yeah, want to see them in, like, a dominant Winston, like, not dive meta, but, um, you know, double bubble or, you know, something maybe Wrecking Ball-like. I think Gator played a little passive when it came to his Wrecking Ball. Um, I, thought, I saw the thought there. I saw that there was, you know, a very important places that they were choosing their engages but it was just it didn't kind of uh, displace enough for my taste i suppose um so again i think they still feel very comfortable on the double shield i think they still feel very comfortable when it comes to death ball compositions um and if you allow them to play that they're going to 90 percent of the time and they're gonna you know surprise you um hopefully as we move into hero pools and, and the tournaments in the future, they can maybe take a page out of Dallas's book and just kind of force it again. Look at Philly, Philly on Volskaya in a, in a region that is like very rush. Um, uh, we, they don't like rush. They're running, you know, a race of Sigma on Volskaya, just kind of like slow pushing in and just winning this war of attrition and just kind of running their own style. I want Atlanta to be that team. I'd love for them to just to go, eh, we just self ban Winston and we just only play Ryan, Arissa, Sigma. And they just that that's what they run. I think they can get away with it. I think they're good enough to get away with it. And I think it plays into their style. I want to see it. I want to see them become the death ball team. Yeah. All right. Let's hop over to East really quick. And there's just one team I want to talk about before we talk about like qualifiers. And then we'll talk about yeah, yeah. the upcoming weeks. Uh, Guangzhou. The charge. What's going on here? <sighs> what isn't going on? Let's start there. I mean, oh man, that match versus the Valiant was, I, I said this during, as we were watching this in the live party, I think the Valiant, and I know we're talking about the charge, but I have to, I have to say this about the Valiant, the Valiant they're playing the closest I've seen to the 2018 Shanghai Dragons that we've gotten in the Overwatch League. They're <laughs> bad. And I hate saying that. I, there's a lot of good players on that team, and I'm sure the coaches try, but holy, was that just not good Overwatch, period. Wait, which one? The Valiant Charge game. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was bad. 
Was it a toilet Very bowl? not good. It was. I I enjoyed the toilet bowl. I had, I was standing up for the eight games. This made <laughs> this was entertaining for other reasons. This was this was mall degenerating. I I lost hair. You know, I'd like my thirty minutes of my life back, please. Like it was. I'm happy that the Chargers are playing Eileen. I think Mike Lee has been um, questionable at best. Um, outside of that, it they still do feel like the worst APAC team. I'm kind of ready to kind of ship Valiant upstate. I, I don't want to see them again. I think they're a bye week. Yes, I think a hero pool might be better for them. But again, I see no cohesion with this team. I think it's poor. It doesn't feel like a team. It's, it's really, really bad. It feels like pickup Overwatch, and I hate saying that because, again, I know these kids try, but it is not good. Um, the charge in that way, it'd feel like the, the worst APEC team um, for a lot of the same reasons, but just a little bit better. Well, it's like Haley is individual uh, Yeah, agreed. You don't have like, a, a main support that has never played. Choice yeah, Choice wants. Um, Again, you know, somebody... Crawl. Still Krong. Krong looks great. So Reeve mechanically looked good on, you know, specific heroes decision making so much. Mm-hmm. Um, Eileen looks great. Rio is still a workhorse. Yeah. Uh, this team's good. It's it just lacking cohesion. So bad. Yeah. 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 And you, you see what, you know, the spark have done in such a little time. I wonder if charge in that same way aren't kind of thinking the same thing, looking like, Hey, look like this, this is a good team. On paper, this is a team that should be performing well and should be, you know, a con- not a contender, but somebody who's willing to kind of or is capable. Should be a midfield team of yeah. punching up, yeah. And they're just not. It's it's tragic how how poorly they're they're playing. Um, and I think that probably has a lot to do with like Mike Lee. I, I would guess that they were probably scrimming with him for a while, um, but he just does not look comfortable. Um, yeah. I, I don't I don't want to dogpile on him, but yeah, it's just not not great. Not great at all. That sucks. Yeah. But what are you gonna do? I mean uh, I guess the elephant in the room is like it, it does feel like there's there's something in the in the cohesion of a roster that should be doing much better based on the value of its parts, right? Yeah. And yeah. for that, like if you go back to episode 169, I already expressed these concerns based on when, uh, what I was told um, mm-hmm. about uh, Arachne specifically. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not sure if these, uh, the, the thing that Halo put out is true. I don't have any sources there. Um, but it wouldn't surprise me. Let's say that. This yeah. is not a team that should be doing... Like, you can be... You can be at the bottom of APAC because theoretically, like this is a good region, even sure, though I think currently, like I'm, I, I, I saw people saying like APAC is like this stacked region. Yeah, from from a talent lineup, nobody's performing up to their nope. expectations. Shanghai is strictly worse than they were. The reason why uh, Philly looks as good as they do is because they, um, they got their stuff together. While Quick. others were dropping spaghetti yeah. all the time. Same is true for the charge, big time. Don't need to talk about Valiant. Charge is underperforming their uh, abilities. Um, Soul, I mean, Soul is within whatever they should be doing. Yeah. NYXL is massively underperforming under their 
Like this is not the APAC that I expected to see yep. when uh based on the scrim um situation. So yeah, I, I don't know. Like this is this is a weird situation. It it makes it even harder for the charge that in a such a weak state that APAC is in that they're still not getting out of the cellar, right? Yeah. It would be worse if everyone had their stuff together. So some change has to has to be made, right? Like this is not a sustainable situation for them. And mm -hmm. we have to appreciate that this is also a roster that didn't spend as much as the other APAC rosters and competing against these large teams is a challenge. Sure. But at the same time, like you do you have a legacy to to uh to sort of defend like they they were like they won a stage title last mm -hmm. year, right? Like yeah. This is a good team. This, these are good players, and they deserve to play better Overwatch. And we deserve to see them play better Overwatch. So, yep. yeah, that's uh, it's unfortunate, but I'm I'm sure APAC as a whole will uh, shape up soon, and with them also the Grand Charge. I would just love talking to the ownership of the new LA Valiant to be like, why did you get into the Overwatch League? And they go to save money. <laughs> that's that's their answer. <laughs> Yeah, man. I saw the I saw the discount on the uh, on the aisle, so uh, said like minus like two dollars less. So I bought it, save money. Yep, dude. My dad, by the way, did that all the time. Really? Like that. My dad is literally known for like his impulse buying based on things on sale. He was chronic. He's uh, the reason why those types of sales exist. Didn't need it. Already yeah. had one, maybe even had a better version of one at home. Hey, why'd you come up with so much <laughs> toothpaste? The deal was so good. Don't say it. It was too good. It's too good yeah. to pass up. Smart man. Speaking of deals too good to pass up, patreon.com slash tactical. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk about, there's, there's one more match that I think was really fun for me to watch this past week, and that was mm. uh, Shanghai Philly. The qualifier? Ooh. The qualifier. We're going to qualifiers. Ooh. Oh, just heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. It is a heartbreak, yeah. Absolutely just tore my heart out and stepped on it with a stiletto. Oh. Man. That was really specific and disturbing. Just man. We also and now know one of Joe's kinks. So Yes. Yeah. It's the way he likes it. Hey, we sit here and talk about Overwatch. Who are we to judge, you know? Question is who's wearing this. We're judging you. We're judging you intently. Anyways, Hi, Shanghai. Molly, dude. Stilettos. <laughs> like, the things he's telling us about himself. Like, yeah. Sh Shanghai, Philly. Anyways, <laughs> we can't go down. I want to I wanna keep the... Uh, right. PG-13 title? Yeah. Tag? Whatever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, whatever. This was, in my opinion, this is maybe the best match to have watched. Maybe the whole season. Except, I don't know, week, week one fuel... Oh. Fuel yeah, outlaws week one had some good. bangers, but but this one this one's up there for sure. Top, this one was a, very good. It's a top three or for me. Yep, that Gibraltar, that Gibraltar, dude. Oh, that was that was something else. <sighs> it just makes me so sad. Bono, it 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 wasn't just him. You know, Izaki put the fear of God in Rascal. Um literally couldn't do anything and carpe just consistently being the magic man that he is just finding ways to will his team back into this match but lord have mercy did mono not play well 
Holy, that is that is a severe, just uncharacteristic performance out of him. And it's sad. Um, yeah. To see a team that's that's so close that had such a such low no, expectations coming in those last three fights, and man. just tossed it. Oh, and to you, see Carpe okay. just try, just get on the widow and just try to push that team over the line. So magical. It really was. We we dissected it a little bit in the viewer. And mm -hmm. basically, it felt like they get up on the second round of the attack. Mano jumps up oh. and immediately gets called as a target. They just collapse on him. He leaves his bubble behind. Big mistake. He dies in the process. And at that point, all his spaghetti drop on the floor. And he has like three or four really terrible decisions that possibly cost them a map there. I don't want to put it on that player alone because I don't think generally speaking he had a bad series but like there it's oh. just like sometimes you just streak into full tilt in a high pressure situation and to see a player of that magnitude of you know like veterancy mm. to crumble like this is unfortunate and also not that normal. Um I will say, yes, what you're saying, like, Carpe just hit record. Like, I, I posted a clip on Twitter, didn't get all of it. Like, he pulls up la uh, point C, gets the headshot, turns around, and then just, like, goes four headshots in a row to finish that map off. And you almost, like, this is, like, he, he's out of mana now, right? Like, he just magicked onto that battlefield and willed it into existence. He just said winnable, and you know they have to go around another time, but, like, he's out of mana, dude. Like, you cannot expect... You, that You get that one play, that play yeah. you get once a match in a high-pressure situation where it's really important, and then the rest of the team has to pull up. And even then, after that, Capri still played well. He still pulled a couple out. He, he didn't wizard it, but... <laughs> Like, he was still incredible, right? So, yeah. it was a heartbreaker. Also, big, for me, narrative under this mm -hmm. is, let's think about this, right? May Melee, off week for Philly. First, then break week. Then they play, I think, 27th or 21st or something. Mm. It's a lot of time for people to theoretically is, get visas. It's true. We can all, I think we can all agree that once Fanny Astra gets into the roster, he's a permanent starter yep. over Sadly. Toby on every yeah. position. It's really hard to get a spot in the Overwatch League at this point. Yeah, I agree. If that was the last map that Toby is ever going to play in professional Overwatch, it was a damn good one, dude. That was a hell And I was, I was built very close to water that match for that particular reason, right? Mm -hmm. It's unfortunate that we didn't get to see like him particularly like standing out. It's also not the main support's job. What no. what remains is like that that was an a great match if that was to be. And I hope it don't, it isn't there's plenty of odds. Don't say like don't like but there's a distinct possibility yeah. because it's so hard and because uh the 30 day is a reality apparently according to Christopher in the post lunch. Yes, you can extend that. And yes, there's a possibility that if 
uh, Funny Astro doesn't get in. He gets extended or whatnot. But there is also a non-zero percentage that we saw the last map of uh, first ballot Hall of Famer that day. And that was really sad. That was really sad. Yeah, that was... It's, it's sad to see everybody, you know, at least question, you know, have questions around them. Like, how long are you going to do this? You know, what is, what, what is, what left is there to chase for you? You know? Yeah. I guess the Overwatch League title is definitely something that people want and something that Toby doesn't have, but you know, a part of a legendary team before the Overwatch League, um, it, he's a champion regardless. Like you said, first ballot hall of fame with no questions asked for a lot, yep. a lot of people. Like, I don't think that's, that's that crazy of a statement to say, dude, I, I saw a take. I'm not sure if you agree with it, but there's something in my heart that believes it to be true. Okay. And the take is, we thought all along that the superstar of the Lunatic High backline was Jayhong. It was Toby all along. And I don't <laughs> hate it. There is a part of me that just loves the sound of that song. I... I... I don't think I don't think it's wrong to say that he was a superstar, but was he the superstar? That's where I have to go. The and thing is, yes, the Jaehyung was super exciting, and like obviously, like possibly, probably the best player in the world. Yeah, you would have expected more longevity out of the best player in the world, while the companion of that person has mm -hmm. delivered top tier performances pretty much since they've been in uh, in Overwatch. Agreed professional consistent right. workhorse so, a phenomenal player but the face of the team the superstar that they called upon and that changed how genji's played uh if jayhong changed the game as much as you know he's for sure uh a, a big blockhead and says some dumb shit um, but so and, did toby right like the problem is that i can't shake the feeling that we're doing him dirty because this is a main support instead of a flex support I, I really have to go back and I will be going back teaser for something, but um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll have my opinion change. Um, but as of like right now, it's tough to, to kind of draw back into the mind Look, and, and wonder. I, I already get backlash in, in chat. I recognize <laughs> I just like shame the de deity. I understand that for me, it's more about consistent performances. Agreed. Uh, just, the better like, player. Not, not the like, there's no doubt in my mind that Toby had a better career in Overwatch history than Jaehong. Yeah, has the same accolades, has the uh, trophies, has a longer longevity. That's a better uh, player. Yeah. Not. So it just is. yes, while it is very possible that Jaehong was the best player in Apex Season Two and Three, even though I would. Don't think I would subscribe to that. I think that, but but on uh, Season other, Three, I that. Season yeah. three was where I drew my line, but regardless, like for someone that values consistency over pop off necessarily, um, I like I like the career of Toby quite a bit more. I would have liked to have had a career like Toby, not like Jay. Oh, for sure, hundred percent. Yep. How we got here, I don't know. Well, <laughs> I do not, but... You just literally what Jay Hong? All right. Yeah, 
it was it was such a heartbreaker. I think it was very, very winnable for Fusion. Um, I think Shanghai does look good to kind of give them a little credit here. They definitely, you know, uh, shaped up quite a bit. I think Iziaki played phenomenally. I think Fate uh, finally is performing well. Um, Fleta just I mean, how can you not love him? Um, yeah, Shanghai looks looks good. Um, and I think they're they have a good uh, a good uh, gust of wind that they're riding into the tournament on. And uh, you know, there's some they don't have to they don't have to travel. I think that's something that not a lot of people are thinking about. Don't have to travel. Just sit at home. Right. What, what are you guys' thoughts on the fact that we had two um <laughs> bottom halves all four teams that ended up making it to uh, the May Melee tournament, mm-hmm. final tournament, we're in the bottom half of seeding. So, yeah. six and four for Fuel and Mayhem, four and three out of four teams uh, for uh, Shanghai and Chengdu. Speaks to the strength of schedule. Also, the all the teams have lost, right? Yep. It's not a team that hasn't lost. So, every team is at least four and one. Mm-hmm. That is, I I looked it up. If you, yeah, it's like, not unprecedented. You mean if you're if you include the the, the qualification, qualification, the qualification. Yeah. Okay. which by the way, for some weird reason, the Overwatch League table does. Uh, I don't understand why that's included. Are they accounting on league points to be understood by fans? Wouldn't have that done it that way, but yeah, like so. Based on that, every team, especially like both four O teams, did make it. So the. It's it's a an interesting situation. I also think it doesn't have that much precedent. I think NYXL might have lost early as well, like in their season one domination. Season two definitely, like uh, Titans went z- uh, nineteen straight wins off uh, off drop, right? Oh. Um, Dominated stage season one, season three. Stage I'm pretty wait, yeah the sh- uh. Season three. Season three. Did someone win starts with more like than a... six games, five, seven games or something? Uh, I mean, you can look off the top of my head. I know that like the shock started a little slow. Starting May. So, so now, like, it only took us five games for everyone to lose. It's a tight season. I, fe- I feel like we're at this, at this convergence point of perfect, like, of or almost perfect filtering of old talent <coughs> where a lot of deadweight legacy talent is gone. Gone. We're still fueling a healthy amount of rookies in. If we had a better mm-hmm. contender system, we would have more. Yep, but true. now, like, even the old guard, like, look at the names that are around for more than two seasons. They are still nerds, right? Like, you got the Strikers, the Prophets, the Flatters, the Bird Rings, the like these guys are still the best or close to it, right? Mm-hmm. So in that regard, it's it's interesting. I think we're just reaching that point where the filtering process of the old guard has sort of like finished. We're we're getting all these generational one pro players out of here. And now there's also still a sort of solid stream of new talent coming in every season. Mm-hmm. And also, like rookies from season three have held up better. Where, like, 
you always have a had a couple of duds. I think we got them out of here also because we uh, slimmed down so much. So that almost necessarily, yes, we talked about the APAC issues, but like in NAA, despite like the obvious bottom teams, like it feels so close. I'm not sure that Boston couldn't bring it to no. like a top five team every like every match they play. Right? I I mean I don't I don't even hate the bottom team. I'm giving the Titans maps against the Justice. I don't think the Titans are all that bad. Yeah, they're mm. the worst team. Agreed. I think form wise, yeah. if you you have to give it to somebody, but even then, I don't hate what the the Titans are throwing at me. It's fine. It's it's definitely below everybody else, but yeah, they're they're competitive. They're they're in these matches. They're not doing bad. They're taking maps off of teams that have you know were in the semifinals. Yeah. They took Justice pretty pretty close. Well, yeah. close <laughs> in a map, but regardless, yeah. It's good. It's good Overwatch in NA. I wish Asia could, uh, I wish I could say the same out East. Like it's, it, it's shocking, frankly, to, to say, to say that. Cause again, I think we all kind of came into the season going, you know, like Asia's the best region without a doubt. No doubt in my mind, like too many dud teams in NA and it's completely the opposite. NA's playing some tight Overwatch and it's good. It's good. Yeah. It is good. Speaking of good NA Overwatch with the, happened to the fuel the fuel got some fuel the fuel man no one's made that joke about the fuel before by the way the <laughs> no, first. still a bad name in four seasons <laughs> still a bad day i like i don't think anybody can tell me at this point that you can't play your own style and perform i'm tired like you can call me chung du bob you can call me dallas daniel i don't care like Dallas if Dallas can play these goofy, just the 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 most not and it's not random. They were running this in the preseason, but they're catching people off guard. Nobody knows how to practice. Like and everybody's playing so poorly into this. I think Houston played. I don't even think they played bad, but like they were just all over the place. They I, I was expecting Dallas. They really no, I'm were. sure they weren't. But I'm so I'm like, I hate that. Like, how many times do you have to play in a competitive setting before like you don't just look ahead? You know what I mean? Like, I get you don't you weren't look, you know, maybe you weren't looking ahead. Maybe you weren't expecting them and didn't prepare all that much. But like, I hate that narrative so much. That's also a unique strategy you need to prepare for. Right? Agreed. Like you you see that stuff. You think, OK, I mean, no hit scan, whatever. Like, what can they realistically do? Then they bang the shock. Keep in mind, that's the shock, dude. They have missed their first like semifinal since forever, yep. right? Long so I, I feel like, yes, you should probably, I, I'm sure they also looked at the game and like, they had some time and at the same time, like it's, you, you got to prioritize in, in these situations. You cannot do everything. There's a and, finite and it's, amount of time. It's crazy because they play, they play a style that I think, and again, what do I know? Not in scrims, I think would perform well into that. They consistently opt into or either opt into or like were. I think Volskaya came down to them being really disjointed and like the communication breaking down. Blizzard World felt like after point A, it was just a toss. Um, but control, it felt like they were just trying to play into the fuel. Like they were just agreeing to play on the fuel's terms where it's like, no, you're the. Like, be confident in knowing that you can beat this team. I, I don't disagree with that. But know that you have a full team. They don't. Leverage that against them. 
if they want to play T-Rex comps with their little arms and they can't really reach all that fast, run away from them. You did that literally week one. Where'd that go? <coughs> that was literally paramount and you beating them week one. Now we're just playing Sim and just running into them. Like, I get it. Like, those are just coin flip maps on control. If you don't win first fight, things really start to snowball out of control. But man, it was that was a that was tough to swallow. I did not expect that. I I was reviewing it before the show today and boy, howdy, was that just a mess. Just a tragedy of errors on top of just like everything breaking down for them. It was. The thing is, yes, I think it is a match that both the shock and the uh, the use not lost lost. Yep. But one thing that Tasmo told me that remains true to this day, and I think we we can observe this as a hypothesis. Okay. Is that yes, they start late to a meta. But this team has the ability to pick up and start running. Sure. We saw that at next. Yep. Agreed. And now we see it uh, in this. And, and why is I that? wonder. Explain to me why that is. I mean, I think it's two, two big points, in my opinion. One kind of comes from the other, but. Why is that? I think it's, it's probably because they're. Their players, they're, they are limited in the picks that they can play, so they yep. need to figure out their own style. Exactly. And then now where does that come from? From the building process of the team? And then that comes from? Money. I mean, the money buys the coaches who builds the teams. You know, I think it's time we start to put a little bit more respect I, on Russia's it, name. Ah, uh, okay. I thought you were like little kid whying me. Daddy, why? <laughs> well, kind uh, of. But... Because, like, atoms are like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But why? But, like, why, though? Yeah, well, no, I get uh... it. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you yeah. look at, again, you look at Russia's pedigree, and I get it. Like, there was reason to believe that 9K was a big reason why Paris was performing right. well. And I think, again, Which, by the no, way, is true. I mean, let's, I didn't, I didn't, I should have, I felt that, that I should have had said this. But Jesus Christ, like, how do you pick take a team on top of APAC that you basically made like 15 minutes ago behind the Walmarts based on the personnel that's standing yep. around? Like that once again is like a is 9K him. magic. And uh, I don't know, dude. I I don't think I don't think this crusty upper echelon thing, like clearly best coach ever, is necessarily holding up forever like you see the cracks in the sure in the we've got a whole lot of season to go i right i think that's that's something that is warranted discussion if things don't pan out um and i see where you're headed and i agree but we gotta wait and see there's a whole lot of game there's plenty of more games to be played um but again credit to 9k credit to rush credit to dallas finding their own style they feel like they're the the learning lesson or the blueprint um, from Houston of 2019, where Houston of 2019 started slow to goats. We're not good at goats. We're never good at goats. Consistently yeah. performed poorly on goats and then ended their season bad at goats. Dallas says we suffered a tragic, you know, loss of player. You know, XE has some issues. He had to go late stage. What are we going to do? We have to find something. They found something, it works, they ran with it, now they're going to Hawaii. 
This is Overwatch. You can do whatever the f you want as long as it's good. They're playing well. They're playing exactly how they should be. They're being proactive. Why are they being proactive? Because they're running fucking Reaper. Okay? Yeah. They're running Reaper Moira. Wait, why did you beep the first one and didn't... I don't know. Second? This is because you didn't practice your mechanics in StarCraft. Instead Agreed. Just... True. Oh, okay. You're not Continue. wrong. Like, they're the T-Rex team. They just want to, like, get a hold of you and then just use their just gigantic jaws to just rip your head off. If they can get a hold of you, they're going to beat your ass. Period. <coughs> Here's the trick. Don't let them. I know that really sounds like forehead plat chat, but... Wow, that's... What? That's crazy. Uh, uh, so, yeah. Yep. About the Dallas Fuel. Uh, what's uh, so? Let's look forward though. So we've got matches coming up right now. Uh -huh. Uh, this week, the um, there's I, I don't know. There's just there's good matches going on. We're definitely not stalling and transitioning in anything. <laughs> Uh, just getting everyone manually. Yeah, you can't get everyone manually, but uh, if Eric is still there, if you can get everyone, that'd be great. So Joe can Man. do the thing. Man. Just throw me, a, throw me a question. I can multitask. Let's go. <laughs> Starcraft so mechanics. We're we're going into our first final tournament, um, and things are pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh They are because Florida looks good. Um Yaki again, somebody we need to put some respect on. I think Yiska kind of put I think credit to him for the article, to be completely honest. Um kind of took his idea and ran with it. Um somebody who has consistently been good throughout his career came in. And has just cleaned house and is a consistent performer. When you when you compare him to people like, you know, Prophet, Carpe, uh, you name it, there there are very few people that can like argue his consistency. And granted, it was a small survey, but I really don't think people put him. I think he's a pass over DPS, and I don't think that's true. Like that doesn't speak to the factual nature of. Um, you know what's happening. That's that's not the truth. Um, he's he's performed throughout his career. He's he's been very very good. Um, and he deserves to be held in that high regard. Where he is a world class DPS. He can perform at the highest level. And he's 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 one of the world's best. Period. And Florida is benefiting from that, along with a lot of other things. To be fair. Uh, it's not just the Yaki show by no by any stretch of the imagination. I think OG is performing extremely well. I think oh, yeah. BQB consistent workhorse, not somebody who just like pops off and performs like over the moon, but is somebody who's going to show up and and do his what he needs to do. Slime and Gong on Jim, great. Like this is a good team, and I think they they looked they kind of surprised me in their match versus the Justice, where I was concerned with their I, yeah i would i would say i was concerned with their rush i didn't necessarily see or, or feel confident in it 
Um, and they looked better than the Justice at, at Rush, period. Like, and it was not a close. They, it, it, from my memory of it, they kind of manhandled them. And that was, a, that's not a team you manhandle. That's not a team you just get to like diff. And that was convincing. That, this, that is the team I want to go to, you know, Hawaii. That's the team I want to represent in A. That's the team I want to see in a double elimination bracket. They looked great, period. As much as Dallas is the kind of Chengdu of NA, Mayhem is the Shanghai of the West right now. They, they look good across the board. Not great at anything in particular. If anything, I think their, their Winston and ball comps look good. Um, I think their rush has definitely improved. I just don't know how much they're necessarily going to have to play or want to play it against some of these Asian teams that are playing a whole hell of a lot of Winston. So we'll see. I think it could be, you know, play into their favor. Um, but yeah, easily, easily the, the most consistent team in NA thus far. Solid, solid team. Yeah. Sorry, I had to I had to take care of some pro producer stuff. Thanks to all the mods who helped out in chat. Uh, by all the mods, I mean basically Eric. Pretty much, <laughs> as as we always mean. Um, I want to Joe. So here's the thing: you sent me your predictions, but Yiska did not. Okay, I mean uh, we can just run them through should we talk through yours or should we have yiska fill his out live oh i have specific things i do want to talk about i have like two let me pull mine up um i have two matches going a very specific way that i think is worth noting okay. so if we could quickly draw through that um as this loads because i don't remember exactly how i have things going map wise but i ha i do have what was it a reverse sweep Oh, a reverse sweep, and then I wanted to talk about Dallas okay. because I think Dallas is going to get figured out. Let's let me see if I can get this to like loading. Look right. How did I lose? How did I drop in rank? Explain, riddle me that, Overwatch League. What, what gifts? All right, tell me when I should wax my... lyrically. Yes, guy. Who do you have winning? That's exactly the question you don't want to ask. <laughs> Let's build up to the madness. Okay, okay. That's not letting me open it. Fair enough. I can just walk through it. All Maybe. right. We'll we'll talk through it together though. All right. right. First match. First match. The uh Shanghai Dragons versus the Florida Mayhem. I have this going 3-1 Florida. What? All right. Yeah. Tell me why. Oh, my God. As much as they are traveling, I, I do have to give them that. Um, I'm not necessarily confident in Shanghai being able to adapt to specific, like, rush maps. Um, they have, like, again, through they did look good against Philly. That, that goes without saying. But when Philly did perform, you look at Eichenwald. I think that's because Shanghai lacks when it comes to rush. And that's something that Florida has historically lacked in, but they overperformed or not overperformed, but looked to have grown quite a bit in that justice game, at least in my eyes. Um, on top of that, this does play into their wheelhouse when it comes to Winston. I think Shanghai is going to want to answer them on Winston a whole hell of a lot. And Florida's not, not mad at that at all. 
I look at Shanghai, they seem like a limited team in some ways, not necessarily the most consistent. Whereas I look at Florida, not only are they consistent, but they're also stylistic when it comes to rush, when it comes to some of their Winston and ball comps, you know, leaning a little harder on Gargoyle Sigma. And I think that's going to be a bigger edge than them traveling and or, you know, struggling against, you know, the Shanghai DPS. Um, I think fate has looked better. I think Izzyaki has played lights out versus Philly, but I don't, I can't, I can't consider that. Um, but I won't, again, this is Shanghai Dragons. Very shock-esque. They don't die easy. So I think they're going to thrive in the lower bracket and we'll get back to them. But I think Florida gives them a, a wake-up call early. Not the last we see of the Shanghai Dragons, though. So. I have this going. 3-1 Dragons. Okay. I think the travel situation is really severe. Could um, be. I also think that the three or four days more practice that Shanghai gets is in a region where not everyone uh, is necessarily vaca on vacation or you have a limited amount of teams that you can scrim against. And scrim those contenders teams that are absolutely feasible sure. to scrim against. So they should have a massive practice um, improvement, uh, like edge. And I also, also think Mayhem isn't the most terribly ex like uh, curveball-y team where you can't really predict what they're going to do. So mm. in that, I think the preparation of Shanghai, yes, they, were, they started slow. I think I'm not, I'm, not 100, I'm not sure they're going to become the Dragons of old um, with that lineup, but I think it should be enough to be the pretty weakened Florida here. Even though I do think that the NA region overall is generally like currently stronger. Um, mm. I, I like what you said about like I, you convinced me that this isn't like the thinking the opposite isn't ridiculous. I can totally see I, Florida is also admittedly a team that gains from rest well. Yeah. Um, so I think maybe there's, there's that a helps precedent them. to say that. I think more rest in this league probably could do some teams some some good, right? Maybe you don't need to practice 99% of the time. Maybe that's why this game is so social, right? When we look at some of the how how metagames tend to, you know, flop out and because we don't see a lot of teams like Dallas, because you're practicing so much and you're losing so many scrims, just mirroring what they're doing doesn't sound like a bad idea. And you kind of build bad habits that way. I think and I'm, I'm not saying limit practice. But taking breaks, building up that mental. We've talked about how, how strong uh, mentality and, and belief is in this game. I think that could go their way based on some of their uh, situations, right? Because they have to travel. It yeah. seems like they're, they're pretty public and saying, we're just going to kind of take a break and you know, come into this with fresh eyes. And I think that's going to do them some good on top of everything else I said. So okay. let's go. So next up on the docket... <clears throat> Chengdu versus Dallas Fuel. By the way, these start on Thursday starting at 7 p.m. Pacific time. They so terrible pretty, tomorrow. pretty it's late. Ripple uh, Euros. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> European fans are all watching time. Valorant anyway. True. This is, this is Volamel's up on the screen, by the way. This is not mine. Oh, 
Yes, hello. This is my predictions. Um, so wait, oh, okay. Next up, we've got Dallas Fuel versus Hunters. Joe, you've got the Hunters winning three to one. Yes, I think this is a a a hellacious stylistic matchup for the Dallas Fuel. I think when we've seen the Hunters perform at their best, it's on these comps that are not going to be T Rexed. You will not hold on to this team. They will not mirror you. They're playing ball. They're playing Farah. They're playing Sombra. They're going to force Dallas to adapt to them. And it, it's going to be a... I think Dallas probably catches them on some maps and maybe they, you know, take them to a map that they can't uh, help but try to uh, force this this kind of scrimmy, you know, spread apart comp that just kind of falls apart because of the map ar architecture. Um, I could think of maybe uh, Volskaya being one of them. Um, sure think think of rush maps. Think, say that again? I, I, I'm not sure. Uh, do you think it can be solved to that degree on, on those maps? What do you mean by solved? Do you think it's containable? Like whatever the fuel... Okay, let me phrase this differently. Uh -huh. The team said lost against the fuel. Yeah. Are you convinced they just dropped the ball on not adapting to the limited amount of or the, the style that Dallas was running? Or is that style actually, does it have legs? I feel oh, like I, it has I more legs than, uh, than we, we give it credit for. I think it does have legs. The issue is that a lot of maps shouldn't allow for it to perform well. And teams are not playing Overwatch. I really, I really hold on to the fact that this is a very abusable style and teams are not, are, we're not prepared to face it. It feels like I look at Houston again, you beat them on a similar style week one. Sure. You can say that Dallas wasn't, you know, as perfected at it. They weren't as refined. I get that, but they, there's, there's a, there's a, a distinct draw away from that style. In my opinion, um, it, I don't think they played well. I think for a number of reasons, the outlaws just kind of fumbled it in general. Um, shock in that way, they never kind of felt like they had a good read on things. Um, whether it's playing soldier, whether it's, you know, uh, Houston's Hanzo kind of just like plinking them from the back line, never getting, you know, much, much action from Choi. Um, Violet in the DPS situation. Shock just felt out of sorts, this meta. Um I think Dallas is going to get figured out. I think they've proven that they have to be scouted and they need to be studied. Um, I don't think you get to this position without, you know, having some sort of, you know, merit. Um, I just think stylistically, I don't think the hunters have to do much homework to be able to beat this team. Um, I think they play comps that play very well into a lot of the things that Dallas wants to do. And if they want to mirror them on double bubble or dive or whatever you want to call it, I think Chengdu is fine with that and i think that's going to be where maybe they falter in some way you know maybe they drop maps just because you know sparkle has a great game doha hits a couple clutch emps whatever it might be and you know they, they steal a map but when it comes to these these rush maps that doubt you know dallas is you know what they're going to roll out on you know what hunters have been playing in the past i i, I it'll be a fun matchup i i agree you know gaga versus fearless uh, you know, from contenders, you know, shout out to Kenobi for giving the lore and whatnot. But yeah, I think this is this is very poorly drawn up stylistically for for Dallas. And I think Chengdu beats them. That's CEO Kenobi. It's true. Mr. Juice. I apologize. Mr. Juice. Oh, 
let's uh try to keep it formal and professional thanks joe yeah five demerit points but by, by the way i also have a three one for chengdu i think that's the match that you lose uh for dallas i'm okay with that i i have a three to two but yes um no, yeah so i've got chengdu as well but you go we go down to the elimination round here and then you've got the Shanghai Dragons versus the Dallas Fuel. Mm. And you seem to believe. I do. That the, sorry guys, I don't have like the, <laughs> the, the most awesome ability to show this um, production value. Well, uh, you have the Shanghai Dragons beating the Fuel 3 to 1. Oh no, Joe. Oh no. This I, I feels think this is the really team. dumb. This is the team. This is the match that I think you have to prep for. I think Shanghai has to come in with like a docket on the fuel, and I think they will. Um, they have all the tools to be able to beat this team. All of the the, the footage is out there. You know what they're going to run. They're they're limited. They are they are fundamentally limited in what they can do. You know what's coming at you. Are they good at it? One hundred percent. You can't take that away from them. They're here for a reason. So you have to respect them, and I think Shanghai will respect them enough to beat them. This is, I, I do not see the fuel going. Okay, that's not true. This is one of the points I want to make. Two big points. The fuel is either going to get banged out, like I'm saying, or they're winning the whole thing. One of the two. Either, either nobody is coming in prepared against this team. Here we go. That's or they're the just going to distance. Yes. One that's of the exactly two. what that's I'm it. predicting. Yep. I don't believe that. I think I respect a lot of these teams and the coaching staffs way more Here than I think a lot go. of people are doing. Here we go. Against this team. I think you will be. Here we them. go. And if not, they're winning it. That's it. It's a it's a foregone conclusion at this point. If, yes. if nobody can it can is. beat this, yes, I, no, it is. It is. It is. I, I I refuse to believe that. I put too much respect on a lot of these coaches to to believe that. And that's no shame to rush, but again, limited. I just don't like you make it seem like this is such an easy counter uh, a comp to counter. I don't know if it is. No, or, I don't think I it's mean, easy. I mean, one comp is also simplistic to say, but you get what sure. I mean. Sure. Yeah. Yes, 100%. They play a style that I think style, yeah. should be prepared for. And it does. It did not feel like either the Shock nor the Houston Outlaws prepared for that adequately. I put a lot of respect on the Florida Mayhem, the Shanghai Dragons, the Chengdu Hunters. A lot of, again, you, you look at those teams and you look at their head coaches. Ray. I don't think I have to speak too highly of Ray. I think I have in the past. You look at uh, Kuki, again, somebody else who needs a lot more respect that isn't necessarily given. A, a person who has created a franchise, well, not created, but has led a franchise both successfully and stylistically, historically, a lot of Ickles. Um, and then the Dallas Fuel, Rush. We, we just spent some time talking about him. Um, and then Moon, who obviously coach of the year last year, performs well, great roster. You have to give it to them, right? A lot of these are good coaches. I respect them too much to say that they will fall to what feels like a one-trick pony team. As much as I love them. I love Dallas. I think they excel at one particular style. I'm not feeling it from you. I'm going to be honest. Fair enough. Fair enough. Again, they either lose here or they win. That That's the end of it. <laughs> like win the whole thing or just like win the... Yeah, no, no. If If they... 
if in their first two, not even, yeah, I'd say first two games, if they play the, the Chengdu Hunters and Chengdu gets banged out 3-0, and mm. then they play whoever wins, and it's and it's a Dallas victory. They they're winning. That's it. That's over. Now I, I I actually have it differently. I feel like because of their bounce pick potential, they had I see them lose against Dallas uh, against Shengdu. <laughs> okay. For me, Florida sweep. went into the lower bracket. So they're playing so Florida. Florida. That's a close one. That's where it breaks for me. Really. Yeah, I mean, they'd probably be familiar, sure. And then, if that doesn't happen, yes, like they're not going to crush the rematch against uh, Chengdu. Mm. It's going to be super close everywhere, also because of map selection. Um, but I have them eking it out close. And keep in mind, the core of this roster is a championship, like tournament-winning roster, yeah. right? Like. Mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, of course, like Shanghai is as well. And they will have to, in my mind, have to play Shanghai in the final. Um, but I, f- I feel like it, that feels like the highest probability scenario to me, even though there's a wide divide of things that can happen. I think Stalas, of course, suffers from the same issue that uh, Florida is likely suffering from. Sure. There's travel, travel involved. Yep, agreed. There is jet lag involved. Uh, involved, right? I'm not sure how much that. Uh, there's a bunch, right? Like, am I wrong? Oh, yeah. someone fact check this. On you're me. going in. You're, you're traveling about six hours the wrong way. So yeah. Um, what did I say? That sounds so, funny. I either went or the. I know. Yeah, it's it's one of those statements that like. <laughs> you either win or you lose. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I think what we will see is like a week. Weak Dallas on day one. They will narrowly eke it out in the lower brackets. They get to day two, and that's when when you, you think, see that team. Is is there a world? I think that where... one day makes a lot of uh, difference because of how little practice they're already getting against uh, <sighs> at the moment. It's not that I'm concerned, or I think the team is emotional, but I I wonder what. Uh, being jet lagged, being tired, having no yeah. practice, and then losing your first game. Does that break you? That's going to be a big test for them. If they lose for Shengdu Hunters and they can make a loser's bracket run, if they can pull off the mango, then, then you deserve it, period. That's, that's, some, that's some fortitude that not a lot of teams can, can show. Again, you look at maybe the Shanghai Dragons and maybe the Shock as the only other teams that can zombify their way and just refuse to like die. And just walk through fire to be able to get to the finals. If that's the case, then you deserve it 100%, without a doubt. Again, you deserve to be here. You, you, found, you found your way. Rush, you know, help this team find a way in an emergency situation uh, against the odds to, to get where they are. And they're performing well. Yeah. But it's just a style that, that has me hung up. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's talk about this next one. Mm. Uh, going back to the upper bracket winners round, the Mayhem versus the Hunters. Joe's got hey, the Hunters. Joe, do you have three to I one? Do. Oh, I do. Is he back? I, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm full blast on Hunters. I'm. He's I'm back. full tilt. Again, Bob is back. But I can't. When you're that. playing this good, uh, 
there's no reason for me not to be here. Uh, I think, again, Florida has a lot kind of stacked against them. Like Yiska said, a lot of travel, you know, taking it easy a little bit. Chengdu. They got it. They have a, a bizarre style that. I'm not sure if anybody can beat. That's the thing. Dude, I don't for know. Me, if... Chengdu has the lowest probability of winning it all. Like yeah, they already I, looked. I can't. Like they looked mortal think. beforehand. Sure. Of course. Which team hasn't? Not to that degree. I would argue that. Uh, no, that's Dallas. Yeah, Dallas looked weaker in their performances mm -hmm. so far. But like, other than that, I think Devalian's game wasn't amazing. Yes, you can say they're trolling. No, well, I don't even think they're trolling. I think I th I think you can have underperformances, and I think you can say that same thing for like the Dallas in Week One and some of their matches. Yeah, you have underperformances. I don't think good teams, you know, are are immune to that. I look at Gaga. Nobody's playing ball better than him. Period. Nobody. So you have to change a whole hell of a lot to be able to answer that, or you try to mirror it. And there are two other teams that are not named the Dallas Fuel who feel like they're very willing to do that. And I don't think mirroring this team, just like mirroring Dallas is the wrong decision. You're not going to beat them at their own game, period. I don't see Florida trying to mirror them all that much but I don't see them successful in shutting down Gaga on maps that they really can just pound with ball uh, on maps that Jinmu can send to me. So I agree. As long as Jinmu is an ensemble, I see this game being very convincing. I, I, I do not. I do not see many teams being able to shut down their specific compositions. I don't even think it's that much of a style, but in a way it is. Yeah. No shame to Florida. I think Florida's, you know, will do well and I think they'll have a great tournament, but I, I like what I'm seeing from Chengdu. Okay. I think Leaves playing extremely well. Jinmu off Sombra. Jimmy's not half bad. They're pulling out Aming and Yvetel from wherever and they've got a lot to go for. Sorry. Hmm. Um Wow. So it's a really open tournament, it feels like. Yeah, it I, I'm not mad at anybody. Like if I've seen a lot of people saying Dallas could win it all. Don't hate it. Don't hate it. I think they can. I don't think any team has a tr less than 20% win chance. Like 25 would be average. I don't think anyone is less than 20. Mm -hmm. Okay. Agreed. Um, so I have to ask you this then, Joe, before we go through sure. the rest of the bracket, is there a team in NA or East that you think could actually beat Chengdu? I still stand by that. I wanted to see Chengdu Houston. I want to see Dante on Sombra. I think they have the right pieces too. Um, I don't really rate if my bracket went slightly differently, I do wonder what Dallas and Chengdu would look like maybe in a final. I think that would be very, very interesting, especially um, regarding their styles, regarding their pieces. You look at Doha, very comfortable on the Sombra, I think is a very important part in beating Chengdu. Not too many other people have a reliably top tier Sombra. Um, and even then, I, I have been very hesitant to. Uh, 
to put that moniker on Doha once again. I think he's been slipping up a little too much for my taste. Um, and there's there's not too many else. Lip has historically been fine. Um, his EMPs are the big downfall, and I think that's a big reason why this this comp kind of works. Um, so if you're if you're just not hitting value EMPs are one thing, but like non follow up kind of all over the place lacking communication in certain circumstances that's where I, I i kind of draw the bar and i don't see too many teams being able to kind of being able to wield that against them i saw that from houston i saw the possibility of that from houston hmm. it's sad because i i think dallas deserved to be here 100 percent, but i want to see that stylistic matchup of best rush team versus best you know ball winston team if you will so it's kind of sucks that we didn't get to see that Maybe we'll see that versus Dallas, though. Who knows? So, Joe, for the elimination round two, you had Shanghai versus a Florida Mayhem. Yes, this is my other point. And you have Shanghai winning three to two, which for those mm-hmm. keeping score at home means an all East grand final for May Melee. Yep. Is this that reverse sweep you were talking about? Yes. I think this is Florida going up 2 0, Shanghai being. The ever persistent zombie team that, that that just refuses to fucking die, and and Shanghai reverse sweeps Florida to knock them out in in stunning fashion. Um, I think we'll. I I, I I'm pre- I'm more confident in that result happening than my grand finals prediction, and I have a feeling that our losers semifinal or losers final in that way, um, will probably feel like the. The grand final that we wanted it'll come down to the wire it'll have narratives galore um and yeah i have shanghai adapting and finding their their footing late into the series and reverse sweeping the florida mayhem all right yes how do you feel about that i i mean predicting a reverse sweep is always hard i can't see what it means with like zombie like never out until uh you got three on the board it's true um it's an uphill battle for sure like it's loser's pick yeah hmm you're picking florida gets to pick every single map they want yeah even though like how big of an advantage is that really no to be fair Um, i think i think in the rematch that's where i have it going slightly differently where i i hope Shanghai can look at Dallas and can kind of agree to disagree when it comes to rush and they don't have to play it. They can play something that they feel comfortable with on a, you know, to be fair, a moment's notice. Um, But if there's a team in this tournament that can do that, I think it's Shanghai. Hmm. Okay. All right. I tried to not look at this grand final. Uh, Let's see what you did. Chengdu. Defeats the dragons in seven. Let's go. Chengdu Bob is back, baby. I hope it's like that. What I hope happened, it's to, what happened to the zombie team? It's never out See, in like again. You look at the Sombra lip. That's again not great. Not great. I again I don't think I don't think Shanghai has improved that much to be able to trump Chengdu. I don't see them getting stopped. If, if 
Dallas can make it. I, I think Chengdu is, is finals locked for me personally. Um, call me biased. But if Dallas can get there, that's the final I want to see. I just don't think we're going to see it. That's where I throw out my hands. I go, I don't know what's going to happen. Dallas might just take this whole thing. I have not a clue. Uh, I think they, yeah. I think I that's think- the only team that I feel like has the potential to be able to beat them. Stylistically speaking. I, what, do, what do you like about Shanghai? Other than their pieces. They've looked poor up until the playoffs. I mean, then poor. Did they look poor? They looked poor in the head to head versus Chengdu. You're sure as shit they did. Yeah, I mean, that's that much is true. But I also think like they they definitely picked up pace. Agreed. They did. Um, but what what style do you think they ex- excel on? I, I quite quite a bit liked. Uh, whenever lips on McCree, it's nuts. Sure, I don't hate it. Not not mad at it. I Is also he... wonder what the how the scrims will work there. Do you think like it, you probably as the East team you probably are not scrimming any of the teams participating there? No, even of course if they're not. on the other side of the bracket. Yeah, right? no, no, you're not scrimming Shanghai. Chengdu is not scrimming Shanghai. Can you they just may... only scrim your contenders team? Like, is that something you can do? I'm not Could. sure if any Overwatch League team is probably some in these uh, rounds just because, like, they feel I like... I don't know that I'd to want to Chengdu to scrim Chaser, or I think, if anything, it benefits Shanghai being able to scrim TPC, who I yeah, hear is I mean, they're extremely still well. still 0-2 and... Uh, sure, sure. There are other teams to be able to scrim. Yeah. Um, and if we're, you know, to believe what's true out there and hearing that, you know, a lot of these contenders teams, you know, would yeah. perform extremely well in APAC, um, there's reason to believe there's a lot of practice. There's a lot of time for Chengdu to get real, real good. There's a lot of time for Shanghai to improve. That's why I have them in the final. It's just so weird to see that you ascribe this uh, consistency to Chengdu, which I don't feel has quite been proven yet. Um, they have consistency but not immaculate consistency right like they're dropping maps like i don't have them you know clean sweeping anybody i think dallas can easily take a game off them um i think florida easily could take them deep and i again i gave shanghai three straight like i think you know they're going to run them close but i again i like what Chengdu's bringing to the table i think they play a lot of styles very very well I like their ball. They don't seem very, you know, uh, equivalently matched on it. I, I mean, and that's where I look at Dallas Fuel and I go, that's the only other team that feels pointy enough or, or danger and dangerous enough to be able to kind of stop them. So if they stop them early, then they might, they might just be destined for the finals again. I can't hate on it because I have them going out in both games at three, two. So that say really easy to flip. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm also not convinced that they actually will just only ever run Gaga. No, which I, is another issue that I have with that. Hmm. You so you don't think that they'll you you think you're, they're going to run Ameng? Why did they run Ameng? Because they only wanted to play ball. Outside of that, you only run Gaga. right. But is he better ball? That's that's not a question that I can accurately answer. Um, I think he, Gaga is the better tank. I think that's obvious. When 
it comes to ball, that's I need to I need to quiz some some very smart people on ball tech and decision making when it comes to ball. I that I can't answer. I can't I can't accurately tell you who's a better ball. I can tell you who's a better tank. If you see Amen come in, you know what you're expecting. You know what you're gonna get. And it's gonna be ball. That's yeah, why I see him on control maps. Honestly, like that's one of the weird things where in, in tournament scenarios, yes, he has won a lot that way, but Ray also had this propensity to like just just throw <laughs> with like weird picks where he thinks he need, has to be smarter than like there's there's a reason that hmm. Chengdu never went all the way. And I think there's such a solid yeah, double a limb filtering person process uh-huh. there's a lot of stuff you can mess up here um i don't like i, I, I don't think they have to go too crazy like if you're if you're okay with if, if no, you're they not don't but they they will you know they will i don't think they will i don't think i've seen that crazy that that many like chung do comps no, not to the degree that we're used to but it's still not out of their system Sure, like. they're playing Torb on Eichenwald against the Shanghai Dragons, and then they got slapped. It didn't matter what they picked. Shanghai just looked poor. Oh, I, I, I have this feeling that we're going to see, like, weird-ass stuff no. come out. I think that, that those days are far behind us. And I think there's a very explainable reason why we saw that in Season 2. You had people on Visa Jail, right? Like, they were not here. You didn't have Jachiri. You didn't have your GOATS players. So you had to figure out what else you were going to do. And they still did that. They did it with Ball. They did it with some weird Sim stuff. They found a way to kind of perform. You look at 2020, Ray wasn't there. That's yeah, just maybe. a fact. Ray was not there. I think this Chengdu squad finally has all their pieces. They have their head coach back. This is not a team that will need to kind of cheese victories out. They can if they want. Be my guest. But I don't think they need to anymore. I just can't remember a tournament final or like a knockout stage where Ray didn't do exactly that. It feels <laughs> sure. like there's always some bastion <laughs> bullshit coming in, even though you're a better team. It's just like, you know, you can win by just being better. I agree. I don't, you're not wrong, but you have to kind of remember the circumstance that he was put in. His players weren't there. They had to practice without them for months. Yeah, I'm also thinking back, maybe a little further, but I also always felt, yeah, I mean. Are you talking about Miraculous Youngster beating up on Bad Runaway and just cleaning house? Like, he has a pretty good track record. Yeah, I'm, uh, oh, it's not impossible. Again, they they could lose. Dallas could go all the way. That's the only, I I either say it's Chengdu or Dallas, one or the other. I think that's my two votes, easily. Yeah. Yiska, yeah. who do you have in the whole thing? Dallas Fuel. Dallas Fuel, he says it. Yeah. There it is. Against Shanghai in the final. Fair enough. It's going to be a good one. Make sure to come hang out with us at uh, discord.me slash tacticalcrouch if you want to watch the sh- uh, episodes live. Yiska, are you going to plan on waiting up or waking up early? Or, I don't know how it works. Maybe not for absolutely all games because that would absolutely wreck my sleeping schedule and I mm. got to get into work on Monday. That said, I'm trying to get post-match interviews. So if, if the teams tell me, yes, we have post-matches for you, I, I might, I just might. Cool. Um, awesome. So we're going to go ahead and get out of here, though. Before we do, we do have a few closing things um, 
to get going. First, uh, big thanks. We have two new patrons. Patrons, sorry. Uh, Colin H. and Joseph G. Thank you so much for supporting the show. If you like the show, please go to patreon.com slash tactical crouch and support us there. Big thanks to our patron producers, Refined Bean, Ferdino, ba- Ferdino Battlecrab Lotion, Rex Zane, Sir Girthalot, Porkchop Sammy, Kosh67, Shara, Nathan, Your Misery, Fabled Steven, Roger B, Chris R3444444, Bronzebot, Boohow, and Hotel Bravo11. Uh, thanks a ton. Also, thanks to a brand new sub, Inverno and resubs from Big Yogurt, Fire Element, and Quiznos Bear. Uh, thanks so much, everyone, for supporting the show. I uh, really appreciate you a ton. Before we get out of here, um, make sure to follow the show on YouTube, youtube.com slash tactical crouch. Um, definitely do that. And let's do some shout-outs of the week. I'll go first. If you want to stay in touch with me, you've got a few more weeks to do it before you won't hear me do this every week again. Um, just uh, kick tripod on everything except for YouTube, youtube.com slash kick tripod YT. That is where you can find me and where I'll continue to keep posting stuff. Uh, Joe, shout-outs for the week. Where can people find you? Um, You can find me on all the socials everywhere. You'll find me if you want. Um, Content-wise, uh, working on some stuff. Um, still doing the quick little analysis bites. So go check those out if you're interested. Having a lot of fun doing those. Um, 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 and then, yeah. Going to be brushing up on some Valorant sometime soon. So that'll be fun. Nice. Have you been playing at all? Nope. <laughs> I've been playing a lot. My reign is getting pretty oh. good. Every uh, so often, somebody will goat me in, and I'm just like, God, I just can't. I can't with this game. It's I'll, the worst. I, I usually, on my Twitter, I'll post kind of like my insane games that I have occasionally. Um, playing Arena. Playing Reina. Oh, Reina's so an animal. She's fun. It's really weird because the thing is, is as I get better at like, as my rank raises, the more I realize I need to not be playing um, initiators and duelists. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I need to be like, Ooh, I think we need to find something a little less. That Phoenix is looking a little bit. Headshot oriented. And, you know, fist, you know, like. I I thought your Phoenix was definitely getting good. I need a few seconds. I got, I unlocked sky. Finally, I've almost got, I want to learn Killjoy though. So I've almost got skill or I Killjoy and Viper unlocked. So there you go. Viper right here is very good. If you're uh, getting real fancy Astra's, uh, no, I, you know, I just don't really want to play that mini game right now. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> it's, I also, I also think Astra is really bad in lower ranks because yeah, yeah, yeah. You just like very, you know, the mechanics aren't there for so many players, and as soon as you have the mechanics to do that, if your aim can't follow that, then you <laughs> you just you're just kind of worthless. So, Agreed. Um, yeah, I'm really excited to play some Killjoy though um, over the next couple yeah. days. Oh yeah, Yuska, what about you, man? Shout outs for the week. Where can people find you? As always, uh, we're getting some uh, some good. Post matches in. Also checked out the ones I did uh, last weekend. Um, get to talk to Gator. Um, and Logics as well, of course. They, those are really fun. And I think the feedback is great. Um, and yeah, we're just trying to get those done. I can't promise that 
I will get any because of the time zone, because of Hawaii. Um, I'm not sure what the situation is down, down there, but I'll try my best to also have those for you. Might also squeeze up in a pre-May uh, Melee um, feature to sort of accurately like set the storylines uh, straight because I think there are some overlooked storylines in how what the genetic makeup of these teams says about them and how this is sort of like all kinds of gauntlet I'll say this much mm -hmm. um, also uh, we will likely have something after the tournament uh, in regards to Mamelee and what kind of storylines came out there so stay tuned for that um, yeah otherwise just uh, come hang out on the discord sweet all right, chat, we're going to go ahead and get out of here for the night. Uh, thanks so much for hanging out with us. I look forward to hanging out with you for some watch parties over um, the next week. Come hang out. And uh, cool. We will see you next Wednesday for the next episode of Tactical Couch. Bye. Bye.